0: Welcome to Half My Age, a weekly show in which a 25-year-old adult and a 50-year-old child help each other make sense of the world. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so today, special day, Mrs. Philholm, why is today special?
1: Oh, yeah, well, I mean it's Thanksgiving Day. Happy Thanksgiving, Andrew.
0: Happy Thanksgiving. What a what a uh, what a wonderful weird Thanksgiving it is, where uh, you know nobody can see anybody. We've got more COVID cases than we've had uh, in the whole year. It's uh, what a, what a time to be alive.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. I have no hot t- takes on that. What are you kids doing?
0: My parents have organized a Thanksgiving meal drop-off. So they've done turkey nice. and they've done stuffing and they kind of did the whole thing. Uh, and you know, we, we're, uh, trying, trying to at least look helpful. So we said, well, what can we bring? What can we bring? Uh, initially we we're going to bring mashed potatoes, but then they accidentally handled the mashed potatoes for us. And then we were going to do dessert and they said, Oh, uh, by the way, we actually did cheesecake. So, you know, maybe find a dessert that's not cheesecake. So yesterday we made, uh, five dozen chocolate chip cookies, six dozen says Delaney, who's, uh, laying in bed. Right now I'm, I'm sitting in the closet looking out into the bedroom and she is just all curled up, all cozy in that bed.
1: And That's nice. What a nice view for you. Okay, I have questions about accidental mashed potatoes, but the, now isn't that the time. <laughs> so are you, are, do you mean they're dropping off individual meals to each of you kids and you're eating separately in your own homes?
0: Yeah. So the, the oldest nice. brother, he actually took on Thanksgiving for him and his wife's family. His fiance's family, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mistaken, they're engaged. Um, And so he's he's not involved in this Thanksgiving drop-off. But Delaney and I, the younger brother and his girlfriend, the grandparents, uh, we're all getting care packages from mom and dad.
1: That's adorable. I think my next-door neighbor is doing that for her children, too, Rafiki. It is adorable. I'm heading up to my mom's. It's just going to be the two of us, all the single ladies. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to have steak. Oh, that sounds great.
0: I, uh, You know they they and by they I mean people like yourself uh English teachers they often say you know it's really important that you learn the rules so that you can break them and it yeah. sounds like what you've done is you've had 50 odd thanksgiving's with, with uh, you know turkey or something similar and you said fuck it it's time for a change we're going to mix it up we're going to have Bruh, some steak
1: i mm, this is an unpopular opinion i'm going to get you know like don't email me <laughs> his hate speech i don't particularly like anything on the thanksgiving dinner table.
0: Not a single thing. What's what's the least objectionable? I'm a
1: whore for mashed potatoes. That's it. (laughs) That's uh, not objectionable. I will love a (laughs) jam or a sweet potato. Our title today
0: is whore for mashed potatoes.
1: Okay. Fine. (laughs) Or accidental mashed potatoes. There's a lot going on there. Um, I like, no, I like a lot of the things fine. I would never order them at a restaurant except the mashed potatoes. Uh, Anyway, I just, I am a big, big scrooge about Thanksgiving food. Hmm. Um. So I don't mind not eating it one little bit. I. What? A, yeah. You're right. It's a weird, weird year. But here's the good thing, Andrew. Hmm. You have a new house.
0: Soon, soon, and very soon. We just got our closing date. We're going to close in the middle soon of next and, month. Soon.
1: That's an Advent song. Good job.
0: Oh, yeah, we're we're going to see the King, and we'll be oh, going from our new house. You know that song. And what? And we'll be we'll be going from our new house.
1: Yeah. Um. So you're closed on a house? You I mean it's
0: we're under we're under contract. We close on December 18th, just uh after my birthday and just before Jesus's birthday.
1: Okay. Uh well congratulations. Anything else you want to tell us about that? I saw a picture. It's very pretty.
0: Yeah, I mean not, nothing important to tell you. Uh we've got a, a few things to do before it's, you know, live in. We've got some appliances to purchase. We've got a garage door opener to install. Um, and it's all, I, I think, you know, on the one hand, it's really good that it coincides with the holidays because that means that we've got time off to move in and, and oh, do, sure. do all kinds of stuff like that. On the other side of things, I don't know, uh, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to just sit around and do nothing this Christmas season as I, as I typically do. So, you know, it's going to be what great. It's going to be no
1: Christmas season. I mean, it's not, there's no
0: Christmas season. I, all I right, mean, it's Scrooge. Like, you know really what I mean? I you no, hate it's not, Thanksgiving and and now you've declared that christmas is over.
1: What you, you understand what i'm saying is that all there is to do is sit around. as yeah,
0: yeah. well now now i've got to move again. instead. so it's uh still still good, still exciting. it couldn't it couldn't come at a better time uh in terms of time off work. um
1: congratulations. i'm so proud of you guys. it looks lovely.
0: can't yeah, wait to see you. it. Thank you. Us too. We're we're excited to be there. We're excited to move out of this apartment. Uh, this apartment yeah. that launched uh, the world's first hit in intergenerational podcast.
1: Right. Absolutely right. Um, yeah, that's where we very first recorded together. Now you have to buy furniture and stuff. That's going to be exhausting.
0: It is exhausting. Uh, we've we've got an entire house to furnish. We've got um, three bedrooms worth of shit to buy. Plus an office, plus you know all the all the big stuff in the in the kitchen and and that sort of thing. And we've been living in this little small apartment, so w- we have we have enough uh, furniture to furnish one half of one room in our new house.
1: Yeah, you really do,
0: but that's fun. <laughs> it is fun. And it will be fun. Don't forget
1: one of those three bedrooms, because really that's excessive at this point in your lives, young man. One of those bedrooms is mine for when I want to come over and hang out.
0: Yeah, that's that's the current (laughs) plan. So there's a uh, (laughs) good boy, not you specifically, but guests. Oh, wow! Guests will have a guest room.
1: No, I'm saying, of course you'll have a guest room, but then one of those should be. I'm kidding. I'm done. (laughs) Uh,
0: I have my own house. I like my house. I wonder Um, if we could sell like uh, we we could sell timeshares in our guest room, right? You you could sign up for for a week in June
1: (laughs) every other year. Can on Airbnb, (laughs) you know, and then I could just rent it. Um. So new house, who dis, and for Mrs. Philholm, new computer.
0: New computer, who dis. So I think it's so funny.
1: At last.
0: That in in two MacBook repair stories, both yeah. got lost, yep. uh, both reached out to Tim Cook, both got new MacBooks uh, in in response. <sighs> um, that, that does not bode well for Apple's... Um,
1: Listen, it's what we discussed last week. I listened to our episode. Not (laughs) stealing things, (laughs) right? I listened to our episode um, just to make sure. I don't want to talk about the details. They continued to be super frustrating, Apple Corporation. But here's the the long and the short of it is, I have a brand new machine. Like you, I think it's um, nicer than my old machine. You know, it's it's an upgrade from my old machine, just because it's slightly newer. Um. Like you, executive Apple Care promised me that they would do something for me, um, pain and suffering kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, when I got my new machine, uh, by the way, I had a finally got a tracking number from Apple that told me that it would be here tomorrow, Friday. And I was hysterical because that was a full month
0: <laughs> without
1: my machine. But I got it and I went, okay, fine, just live with it. It's Thanksgiving week, just be grateful. You'll get your machine. And then like, every part of this story is broken, you understand, because it arrived on Monday. <laughs> tracking, tracking number says expected Friday. Monday, I get my doorbell, you know, camera rings and tells me a package was just delivered. And I go home and it's like, well, I'll be damned. It's the package I'm most excited about. Okay. So then the guy calls my Apple executive care guy. This is John now. I've been, I've been upgraded to John since we last talked. Mm-hmm. and he was like okay great I'm glad you got it I'm just going to close out this ticket and I said hold up mister you promised me some pain and suffering you what promised you got? me the moon mm-hmm. yeah well definitely didn't do that but I um, I I was proud of myself I know it's very Karen of me but I just said like what do you mean what do you got and my suggestion actually I had consulted with you maybe he could give me the two years of Apple Care on this machine because currently it has a one year limited warranty F that although it takes a lot of time sure i'm glad for my apple care because right now i have a brand new machine right so he can't do that that's the one thing that's not in his purview because technically it's what is
0: what is in his purview
1: gonna tell you got myself a big old industrial strength hub dongle hub so that when the world opens up again and i go and do presentations and stuff it's like a Plug-in one has power so it can power my machine and use freaking coax cable. I mean, it's got 15 ports. It's got everything. So is it and a –
0: um, it's like a, a something that sits on your desk. It's not just yep. a, a dongle that hangs off the side of your computer.
1: Yep. It's something that sits on your desk, but it is small enough for, like I said, when I go and do presentations, I can take it with me. I'll need to plug it in. But, yes, it sits on the do- desktop and has all of the ports. He actually pulled up – had me pull up a page – and look at all of the. I went shopping for what I wanted, mm-hmm. um, and I thought that's probably the other thing he offered me was another hard drive, backup drive. But I have one, and this thing was worth about two hundred and sixty bucks. And I went, all right, shit, it.
0: dog. That's yeah. uh, that's amazing. So they they uh, similar to you. They promised me uh, mm-hmm. some restitution. Uh, but I, unlike you, did not push it,
1: motherfucker.
0: And uh, I got uh, bub kiss. I think is the official term for what I, I
1: think got. You t- I know. <clears throat> <clears throat> Cough on! I forgot to mute. I just cough
0: You just coughed. It was so funny. Hear I, I heard the Damn. button go, and then I heard you uh-huh. cough. Heard cough. <laughs> so okay. your okay. Uh, mute button didn't work. Of course, I can't fix that, Mrs. Philholm. What's okay. in the show okay. is in the show. It's
1: so. It's very early in the morning, and I did my <laughs> nasal it, really is. Rinse. it feels like Christmas. It's- It does feel like Christmas. We've been recording in the afternoon. So my voice is rough, but I just did my nasal rinse to try to prepare. So I'm phlegmy. You can't cough in this day and age, Andrew, not even in the privacy of your own home. COVID police are listening.
0: I would not even be a little bit worried because we have two years of material of you coughing (laughs) into a microphone. They can say we can have scientists analyze that for any differences between now and our first episode, and they will find none
1: no no I'm you have, under, you no, have a no, very
0: no. stable cough
1: oh, it, ha- thank you. it thank hasn't changed you. in
0: the 10 years i've known you
1: oh, <laughs> so anyway you told me that that they had promised you reparations and that you didn't you got butt kissed, and i that's why i followed up and the guy was great you got it i'll close the ticket and i went wait 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 which again maybe a little bit karen like me but geez. 24 days I was out with my, my computer.
0: Well, so my, my story didn't end at that. Uh, you know, I waited for a month for Apple to get me a computer. But in the meantime, I had gone and bought yeah. one. Well, I had bought two, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I, I bought one at Apple and I, turned it, I uh, returned it within the 14-day mm-hmm. return period. Uh, almost for spite, but I caught myself and didn't say for yeah. spite. Because mm-hmm. I know how that goes. Uh, and then I actually bought another one from Micro Center that... I decided I was going to keep. So then when I finally got my Apple computer, uh, the, the reparations computer, mm-hmm. I put it on eBay and I sold it instantaneously. Cause everybody wants a brand new, still wrapped up Apple computer for mm-hmm. almost, almost as much as the retail price. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eBay sat on that transaction for 30 days and wouldn't pay out the, the funds because they were concerned that it was fraudulent or I had stolen the computer or, or that sort of thing. So my, my Apple journey was only halfway complete at that point because I sold the reparations computer on eBay.
1: <laughs> One thing that I didn't mention in our last episode, which I'm so wounded by, I feel like it's worth it's negative, but I'm going to say it. I made a lot of trips to that Cherry Creek Apple store in person because I was mm-hmm. shaking some trees. Every time I did that, I got to pay for the privilege because you, you got to pay park. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no more one hour free at Cherry Creek Mall. Hmm. I can't imagine <sighs> anyway, there are a um, lot of people
0: at Cherry Creek Mall right now. You'd think maybe they'd waive the parking just to get people in the door.
1: For God's sake. I don't. Yep. Yeah, well, I think a lot of things that the world doesn't work that way. Um one thing that I realized, okay, I was talking to John on the phone about what he could do for me, and he said, oh, okay, so you have this model, so you're in the lightning da, 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 port, port, port blah, beep. and I went, yeah, I'm in Dongletown. In fact, right now, John, I'm wearing a T-shirt, you gave it to me, Andrew, that says Dongletown. And he, Mr. Apple, went, yeah, you're the mayor of Dongletown. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I am very happy. Okay, here's what I want to tell you about my computer. All that doesn't really matter. The details, which are, uh, what do I want to say? Many and baroque of how <laughs> this all happened. I don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore. The truth is I have my machine in my hand, and here is what I realized. On Monday when that arrived, as I said, days before I I actually expected it, the relief, the physical and emotional relief, it was like the world had been a little bit darker for 24 days. And suddenly the light, I could see the light. I'm addicted to this machine. I mean, what, what Apple started out to do, make it feel like an extension of our souls and our bodies. And, you know, can't wait to see what you do with it. They did it. Ah, uh, this computer feels like my boyfriend. I can't do anything without it. I was, uh, I felt lost. I felt, um, you know, unproductive. I was trying to work on the old girl, but she was just like, I was, I pulled up a recipe for making cookies and, you know, that killed the computer, just died. I, it was so frustrating to do anything creative. This computer is mm, my lifeblood almost. That's a little bit sick.
0: Yeah. I, I know that feeling though. So uh, after mm-hmm. after my Apple experience, similar to yours, I it was really soured on the the corporation mm-hmm. and I said, you know what, I don't want to give them any more of my money. And then yeah. just recently, uh, my my phone started crashing and uh, you know, it's looking like time for a new phone. I've been on a Google pixel for a couple of years. It's been a great mm-hmm. experiment, but everybody is annoyed that my bubbles are green instead of blue.
1: Yeah. So annoying.
0: <laughs> uh, and then my, my new you job airdrop
1: shit to you. You can't air drop
0: mm-hmm. shit to, to me. My new job, they say, uh, you know what, we we know that working from home is hard and we know that most people don't have the equipment they need in their house to do their job effectively. So here's $250 to go get yourself a little uh, work from home present. Uh, Aww. And I, I couldn't figure out another any other way around it. I, I got myself a new set of AirPods because oh. they, they just actually
1: are the best. They are the best. I got to talk to you about that. Did you get yourself a new iPhone? No, I didn't.
0: I uh, hey, Google Google came out with a... Uh, deal on their less expensive, uh, you know, cheap version of their phone, and that's kind of mm-hmm. how I decided to stick it to Apple since I feel guilty for buying the AirPods. I said, "Fuck you! I'm not buying I your iPhone." See, and fuck <laughs> you,
1: all the rest of y'all who are annoyed by me and my outside the lines communicate. Whatever. Okay, I I felt like I could have asked for AirPods when I was talking to John about my reparations mm-hmm. g- gift. I love them. They are absolutely the best. They're so smart. You, you, I've wrecked two pairs. Do you know that? Ooh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I've, I've. Um... My ears are sweaty, Andrew. And when I'm working in the yard, that's where I have ruined two pairs of AirPods
0: because
1: mm-hmm. they get sweaty, and then they fall out. And uh, well, one time I put I put one of the pairs through the wash. Accidentally, they they survive for a while. They they kicked it for a while, but no. Okay, I, I AirPods are absolutely the best, and I have now been experimenting with way way cheaper Bluetooth mm-hmm. earbuds. Is that what you would call them? Yeah, sure. I, you know, I like calling them AirBuds, like that dog that can't play basketball. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. They're so the best, but I can't. I can't. I wreck them. I don't. They seem I can't wasteful. Have nice things,
0: right? So mm-hmm. I, I didn't wreck my pair. The battery just kind of uh, gave up, and I've got these oh, really? these conference calls. I've got hours of conference calls now, and I have to do the AirPod shuffle, where you charge one while you're using yep. the other, and then you swap. And it sucks. They don't. They don't last uh, like they should. Um, but it, but it's I been two that. years. I've never
1: kept them long enough. Yeah, that's true. But, but can't you replace the little charging case, and that would change it?
0: Uh, so the battery, there's three batteries in a set of AirPods. There's one battery Uh in the case and then one in each pod. Uh, And I think they all suck. I think, I think mine are all mostly gone, but the crazy thing to me is that these are disposable, right? They're not, they're not repairable. They're not whatever. Mm -hmm. It it just Mm -hmm. seems very wasteful. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that probably contributes to the guilt. And the reason why I got another Google phone instead of an iPhone is Mm -hmm. I'm just, uh, I'm annoyed that I'm I'm expected to pay $150 every 2 years for something for for a disposable
1: product. Word. Yeah. I'm annoyed too. I'm so freaking annoyed and yet I just want to tell you like since getting my computer back, I haven't even really set it up and there are some things I have to do. It's a different keyboard. Trackpad is different than the last than the last professional. And I don't quite get it. And remember when we first got our computers, we talked about it on the podcast that We got that little thing like get to know your new Mac. And eventually I just didn't listen to it. And I got to know my new Mac because they are smart and you learn them. But I'm going to try to follow that little tutorial because it is a little different, but it should just be settings. It's all settings. Well, I just don't, it's it's not actually different. mm, It's actually a different. Yeah, it is. Because my old computer didn't have the up and down keyboards that, that happened. It was like, you know, like the touch yeah. ID to open it and the escape key did not physically move in the world. Mm-hmm. It was just those haptics. So this you've... has a movie co- keyboard. Movie. It moves. <laughs> um...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: there are actual keys on my keyboard, you understand, that I press physically in this world. It's not just mm-hmm. a haptic experience. Yeah, but that's that's not uh-huh. something you
0: need to learn. You've been using keyboards since you were a small girl.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean that. Tra- okay, fine, fine. Trackpad. I just don't quite understand. And I'll, okay, I'll set it. I'll just. I'm learning it. Is what I'm saying. I haven't spent a bunch of time with it, but what I have been able to make already, like I sent a little video into a thing, and I've already been paid for it. I, it's a funny thing, actually. They asked for um, comedic art critic reviews, and they really liked what I sent in, and they're down to have me do more content. I'm like, great. Again, I can do that because I have this. Cute little machine at home, and it's easy peasy lemon squeezy.
0: And because you've it. got two master's degrees, and and that's right up your alley.
1: Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. But it's also about. You should watch it. No spoilers, but I reviewed Norman Rockwell's classic Thanksgiving painting.
0: Do you have little a link turkey. that you can share with our our listeners?
1: Yeah, I'll put it in show notes. Great. <laughs> and I review Norman Rockwell's. Um, traditional classic painting in terms of it's terrible because all the teenagers at that table are smiling and being nice and that's <laughs> not Thanksgiving. So it's pretty funny. Um, so my point like, okay, we've been, we have obliquely discussed that I have a real boyfriend in real life, but he's gone half of every week tra- travels for work. And I realized when I didn't have my computer, I was like, my computer has been my boyfriend for probably years now. And now that I have this one back, you know, Cool. <laughs> Don't need anything else. No, I can't believe how much my mood changed. Like, I was almost jumping for joy on Monday when that computer came earlier than I expected. Like, whoa. It's a little sick. But I'm grateful to have the technology to do stuff like that,
0: right? Absolutely. Is there, is there any friction between your real boyfriend and your computer boyfriend? Does is is anyone well, get bristly? Wondering.
1: Well, that's what I'm wondering, is that now that I have the computer back... I feel bad for it that is, guy. It is my, nice to have people competing li- for kidding. your affections. I'm kidding. Nope. The real life person is way different than the robot computer. But it's my point being how sickening it is, how much I need this thing and how much it truly is like an extension of me and how much creative stuff I do with it. I mean, I, yep. Pretty cool. Grateful. Hey, I have some follow-up. hashtag
0: grateful. Maybe maybe that's where this should go after your follow up is, uh, you know, that all the things we're grateful for in, in the shit year 2020.
1: I would love that. I also wrote down. We've talked about it before, but um, this is a time advent. As we discussed, this is a time to ponder. Mary pondered these things in her heart. It's too early to make a conclusion, to draw conclusions about what all this means. You know, 2020, all of it. Computers homes, boyfriends, steak for Thanksgiving. It's too early. So just ponder if it's good enough for the Lord and mother of our savior, Jesus Christ is good enough for me, right? This is a time that we just ponder, sit back and remember it's all temporary. Okay. But I do have some follow-up and yeah, we sh- should be grateful. Okay. We talked a few weeks ago about my asshole behavior at a ball at the United States Air Force Academy during college, mm-hmm.
0: and you had a you had a listener call in, and she did indeed mm-hmm. confirm that you were an asshole. She didn't use that word, yeah. but uh, you, from from the
1: uh, from the fact that I don't she called, that. That's how you remember it, I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had her email me, and I had her email my personal email instead of half my age at slova dot. Is it H M A at slova dot Yep. Apple Papa. I had her email me personally so that I could vet it before you saw the story in case I was really an asshole. Okay, well, hold on. Okay. I had to blow my nose cause I did my nasal rinse to try to warm up my voice. As I said, all right, her <laughs> recollection of the dance. First of all, she says is fuzzy in part because she didn't wear her glasses, she was nineteen and more worried about what the academy boys would think of her looks than being able to see the world around her. And then she said, "I said, th- I said, I think the kids today may call that being thirsty." And I went, "Oh, the kids today call it being an adolescent, like it always has been. And isn't that a funny thing?" And I relate to it so well. Being young and be—I love that. That's such a beautiful way to say. It. I cared more about how I looked than seeing. Oh, it's dear to me because it's so such an adolescent thing. Anyway, and she confirmed that we wore our prom dresses and da 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 and it was a big deal. Now she said your friend got some of his dateless buddies to reenact the you lost that love and feeling from Top Gun for us. How'd you forget that detail? I'm gonna tell you, the rest of her sentence, the final phrase in Christine's sentence is, which made me feel beautiful, and I do remember it now and I rent, it made me feel yeah (laughs) here's what had happened when i look back what happened was i went to the dance with if i had known the term friend zone back then that's what it was he was friend zone to me for a lot of reasons at that time in my life he was a dear old friend from childhood and clearly a night like that okay but she goes on to talk about um, She said that Oh, she rem- I didn't remember this detail, but it makes sense. We could legally have three two beer. So we were drinking. And she remembers being disappointed that her date didn't want to dance the night away and that the four of us spent a ridiculous amount of time in the snack bar area talking and drinking beer. And I remember that specifically. And that was by design. I was like, this is how I keep it friend zone. Let's just hang out and talk. I don't want it to feel romantic and top gunny and ugh." As I said, all those zoomies. I, I was, I didn't want to really be there. It was embarrassing to me and my ideals. I wanted to shave my, you, you know, were grow contributing my leg hair to out. the
0: uh, military-industrial complex yeah, by yeah, going to that dance in your prom yeah, dress. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and I was just such a truculent. Anyway, what a phony, funny? Mrs. Philholm. Well, I, no. Well, okay, <laughs> yeah, I guess I felt like a. Tony. <laughs> Legit, I felt like that about it. Uh-huh. And I was very interested in keeping it in the friend zone. And I mean, it did ultimately still my friend. But she also said it was an uncomfortable night because, you know, my old friend and I and she perceived it as like we were different versions of us than from when, when we were younger. And I do think that it was more like I was so uncomfortable about like, I, and I had no words for that. I had no words. I felt like I had to go to that dance. And I should. I knew I should be honored to go to that dance my mother would have been very disappointed had I not, you know, that kind of thing. Mm
0: -hmm. I knew I should
1: be honored. I know that the air force Academy was really prestigious and wonderful. I was an asshole. I was a young asshole. Um, but she said, Christine said this great thing. She said, we were all in the midst of what I think is the most radical four year change in who we are for the entirety of our lives. Sure. College years, adolescent, your brain is forming. You know how I feel about that. Um, and then she just talked about, we had chosen this hippie liberal arts school. Those guys had chosen a different, you know, to be shaped and have their, their lives formed by a military academy. Um, And she said, with these pieces in place, it's hard to have created an asshole free zone. (laughs) Boy, isn't that a lot of adolescence? I mean, really, that really kind of hit me as being like, yeah, I was an asshole because I was confused about it and conflicted about it. And always, you know, trying to, Figure out who I was and felt so lost, especially as an adolescent, as if I don't now, and uh, didn't have the words, didn't have the confidence to just say, "Yeah, I'll come," but it's we're going to keep it in the friend zone, and so it made me feel uncomfortable. So then I was just avoidant. I mean, uh, I'm it, glad I'm not adolescent anymore. Well, me too. Oh, what a great way
0: to kick off the mm-hmm. the uh, the gratitude section of the show, Mrs. Phil. I'm
1: grateful that I'm old. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's good to be 52. Mm -hmm. It's good. uh, It's good to have uh, your brain formed. I'm. I'm feeling that. I feel like I'm on the other end of that now. I think most people say that by 25 or 26, the brain is uh, has done most of its work in forming. So I I think. Like you
1: say, most people say that as if you haven't read every word of and edited every word of my book, which is about that. Well,
0: yes. So, so most people say that, and and I'm relying on you having done that homework because I've never actually done it myself.
1: Actually, I think how could forget I forget
0: everything. Mrs. Philholm? I've got a credit right in the right in the front cover,
1: I know, but you have a terrible memory as we have discussed. You don't remember anything, and that did you hear Merlin Mann talking about how um that's what the goldfish is the happiest animal He was quoting a show, but mm-hmm. if you forget everything like a goldfish that makes you the happiest that's right, that's me. It is you, <laughs> and it's not me i i like to dwell on shit from too long ago, okay, so you're grateful for I'm a uh... goldfish
0: yeah i'm i'm grateful for um j- just like you said in that story uh all of the uh i don't know maturity the the more comfort with oneself i suppose uh yeah. that that comes with with not being a teenager or an adolescent uh i think i think adulthood you know pluses and minuses but that is a big plus it's
1: such a big plus. Being comfortable
0: right? with yourself, I suppose. Boy,
1: oh boy, me too. Being comfortable in my own skin, especially during this shutdown and having this other person that, you know, I hang out with and going, God, you see me with no makeup in the work because there's no reason to get dressed anymore, you know, and just like feeling okay with it. That's pre- comfort in your, my own skin is a is a great side effect of adulthood. I am grateful that I think both of my sons are experiencing some level of that. I talked to my son, George, this, this week, and this very week, he, and we talked about it in terms of Andrew, as we often do, Andrew, you are I love so that so much a part, yeah, that you, I remember distinctly you telling me that you could feel the compulsion to ride 100 miles on your motorcycle waning, mm-hmm. and it was so cool to be friends with you, because you're aware like that, and to see, like at about his age, about 21, you started going, you know, I don't feel quite so reckless and dangerous, and teenager adolescent and um george is also experiencing that specifically like oh things are a little bit changing in my brain he also noticed it in terms of hanging out with a person just a couple of years younger than he is and going i think it's kind of a big difference in those couple of years so Mm -hmm. grateful for that what else you got I'm grateful well, I'm, for Delaney.
0: Yeah, grateful of course for Delaney. Right, this was a huge mm-hmm. year for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been dating for three years. We got married this year. The wedding was perfect. Delaney planned the whole thing. All of our loved ones were there. We didn't. We didn't get Not to have all of
1: them, bitch.
0: We didn't get to have as many people as we there. thought. But every time I walk by my little Google Home and I see pictures of you know my family all dressed up or or Delaney's parents or that sort of thing, it's uh it's a bright spot in 2020 is my wedding. To Delaney, and I'm sorry. I'm totally, sorry. Even
1: though it was truncated, by
0: I know. I'm sorry I mean, that Mrs. Philholm true. didn't get to attend, and I'm sorry that uh, all the other friends didn't get to attend. But we still had a wedding, and it was everything I could have hoped for.
1: And I am grateful for Delaney because years ago, when you and I met, we've talked about this, but you know, we were wondering when you were the same age as my son. Now, going, what does that look like? Who's who's gonna be Andrew's girl and then there she was and it was just about as easy as Sunday morning very grateful for Delaney I of really course <laughs> okay your Where turn Mrs. Philholm well, yeah, right. i yeah be I feel like uh, we're going I, back and forth I started forth. that one I said I was Delaney thankful for delay. Yeah,
0: but you can't, you can't be, you can't be more thankful <laughs> for my wife than I am. That's not allowed. It's yeah. not permissible.
1: Oh my god! Oh, come on. I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for the opening we had during the shutdown where I got to make some real money doing comedy and get better. I did a show in Casper, Wyoming last weekend, last one before the shutdown. Grateful for learning a lot about myself in, in that way. And that's a nicer way to put it. Then I'm devastated once again, that it, all shut down, and I, I don't have my uh, mental health activity of going and performing live. But I'm grateful this time to know that it, it will open up again. And when it does open up again, I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty depressing, but uh, it's gonna be
0: okay. It is gonna be okay, and <laughs> I, I think uh, the on the theme of COVID, I'm grateful. You know, I've got I've got three very at risk people in my life. I've got three grandparents. And they're all still, they're all still kicking. They're all doing great. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad that COVID hasn't come to affect my life in the way that it's affected something like uh, 250,000 people in the last year. <laughs> you know, I, I think yeah. things are still pretty rosy in my, in my corner of the world. And it, it uh, it's not always going to be that way. And I'm glad that it has been so far.
1: Yeah. And you know what, even though it's certainly gotten closer to me and I've Got more sick people and whatever, but the truth is, as freaking always, it's just that the year this year has tested it in more ways than usual for more of us than usual. You know, I've been talking about it the whole time that since the apocalypse here, um, it's like the rest of the world leveled up to my normal <laughs> experience of anxiety and thinking the world's falling apart. Right. Um, so now more than ever, it's a challenge to say, but it is so. Dang, true. I am grateful for actually living in so much luxury right now. I'm sitting here. I have light and heat and a machine <laughs> in front of me. Fuck you, Apple. But that is, that allows me to do great, c- express my creativity. Even you know, in a digital age, in this time when you can't touch people, uh, I have a. I have a new relationship, which is uh, pretty lovely. My children are fed and happy. Come on. I celebrate my life in such great luxury while so much of the world suffers. I am grateful. I am grateful always, every damn day.
0: I'm amazed that in that list of all the luxury that you live among, that the bidet didn't make the list. Was that a, a 2020 thing?
1: And I think that the the toilet paper wars are maybe coming back. People are starting to hoard things again. Um, so there you go. I have a bidet. I'm grateful for the dollhouse. You should see the bonfire, not the kitchen fire. This was a controlled fire (laughs) that I wasn't in charge of in the backyard. You should have seen the fire we had this week with friends sitting around it and the world was getting cold. And in fact, it started snowing just hours after we put that fire to bed. And we weren't aware of the cold or the bitter world because we were all just sitting around the glow of this beautiful fire. Come on. Come on. I've got so much to be grateful for as always. And as always, I sometimes find it hard pulling my head out of my butt and <laughs> realizing that I sometimes wallow. I don't really, but you know, a lot of shit has been hard. This has been very hard. I'm still freaked out. Still don't have a big girl job. Still don't have someone else paying my benefits. There's a lot to be freaked out about, but always, always, always as unit. You know, that's my brand, but it's true in the midst of it. I'm so lucky and so blessed.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel somewhere. Beyond similarly. what I
1: deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you do. That's grace. You know, we all get so much more than we deserve. And sometimes it feels like life is hit, smacking me across the face. And I mean, really, lately, look at all the wah-wah stories I come with where you, I'm the schlamazel. And it, it's easy to kind of go, golly, I get, how come these things happen to me? a thousand fold more than that good things happen to me that i don't damn deserve Mm -hmm. grateful for a sidewalk chuck that's been really fun still doing that it's all i can do yeah i I imagine that uh, that's trickier
0: and more difficult in the winter uh, as you've got things like snow and cold to contend
1: with you the cold does it makes it a little less fun but also it was really hard in july it was so hot and the fact that snow comes and rinses it off No, that's the point that's great it's temporary. Hmm. Um, okay, I'm trying to think of. Well, what are you grateful for now? Your turn, and then let's wrap this ish up, and you can go eat your turkey.
0: Yeah, I, I had a big year for work, and yeah. I think in the middle of the year it looked like a very, very bad year for work. Uh, I had my hours cut. I was, I was basically taking home thirty percent of what I would normally take home. Uh, and somehow, everything wound up working out for me as it always does i I fell on my feet uh yeah. and and the guy the company I was consulting for got acquired, and I was part of the acquisition and Now I've got a fancy new job at a big company with real benefits and and great pay. Uh, and I just, and they
1: care enough about you to send you gifts. Cause we know working from home is hard,
0: adorable. Right. Right. So, I mean, I'm still new here and, and still kind of feeling my way around, but it seems like, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of worry and anxiety about what the, what the second half of the year might look like after the first half was not so mm-hmm. good and it all worked out for the best. And I just got, I just, you know, like you said, more than I deserved.
1: Yeah. We all, do right it's not a lot of ruckus to bring andrew but it's a lot of gratitude we've brought to the table
0: well it feels kind of uh it feels kind of sweet it feels like a uh, peanuts thanksgiving
1: special or something here on half my age okay all right i wish we could play that music as outro music but we can't afford it (laughs) we get into trouble all right well happy thanksgiving andrew happy thanksgiving to our readers at home thanks for christine for weighing in on my asshole behavior way back when
0: I hope you enjoy your day, and I hope that you yeah, got well. some mashed potatoes in there and no other garbage Thanksgiving foods.
1: Mm, there will no be other garbage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice one. That was excellent.
1: <laughs> there, there will no be other garbage. Uh, we've got you yeah, know we don't. There's no garbage. No garbage Thanksgiving food. A little steak, a little quiche. Oh, there you go. Quiche is always good. It feels fancy. Ooh. Yeah, quiche made for me by this boyfriend i obliquely discussed so there you go um i
0: think, and
1: what i don't know what else marsha has got a whole plan
0: i think quiche is a little pretentious i mean we're really just talking about pie crust and eggs but it's like hey we used to
1: call it sausage and spinach pie back in the day before quiche was a thing
0: i feel like that's more authentic all right well you can call it whatever the fuck you want <laughs> man <laughs>
1: I'm kidding. oh i miss telling jokes in public i could have made this podcast funnier but I didn't. It's sweet, like you said. It's 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 a sweet episode. I should think going forward, my technology will be cooking, and we can get get right back to bringing the ruckus and, you know, uh, discussing the intergenerational important things.
0: You know, I, I now that I'm a uh, my brain is fully formed and and all that good stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's really just uh, two two adults talking or two.
1: It's I, always been. I feel no, like a... we're, we're
0: we're more on the same level than we used to be.
1: We kind of are because you have the comforts and the and the the manifestations of being an adult. But no, there's still inter- intergenerational things. And I realized that talking to my mother yesterday, um, she is very um, is upset. The right word she she is she's upset that one of her granddaughters has pierced her nose, mm-hmm. and and she is having that. How is she ever going to get a job? You know. And I go, it's a generational thing. It really is. It that's a generational thing. She's not wrong. Doing something permanent to your face is a bold move, Cotton. You know, um, but she's nineteen years, eighteen years old. Well, of course she can do stupid shit. Um, but I know there's some there's some intergenerational things still. Andrew, there are still things that I check in with you to get your take on it. I, as usual though, I'm the twenty five year old. I mean, I'm the fifty year old child, and when the world is open. I spend still time hanging out with people half my age. They write half my jokes. Sometimes the intergenerational thing is that you call me and say, "What does this mean?" Mm-hmm. Something in the zeitgeist. So do, I'm helpful to you in that way.
0: Do you know what's funny? the The next phase of our podcast is either going to be my transition from uh, a transition into fatherhood, or yeah, I know your transition into senility, whichever comes first. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> That's pretty harsh, dude. <laughs> Come on. That's pretty harsh. Hmm. But i was gonna say grandparenting. But okay. Right, yeah, no, right. I, That's no.
0: synonymous. Grandparenting nope. senility, you know.
1: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I miss my dad. Come on, Andrew. <laughs> this season is gonna be a little bit hard because it's the first one without my dad, you know? And starting today. But there's gonna be a lot of that. And uh yeah, well when I well I don't want to go dark with that. Yep. Yep. Grateful for my dad. How about that? Let's leave it at that. I'm grateful for uh, the very nice, very humble and honest and pretty freaking all around great guy who raised me.
0: Yeah. To Mike yeah. Lane.
1: To Mike Lane. Happy Thanksgiving, Andrew.
0: Happy Thanksgiving, Mrs. Philholm. Bye. Bye. we